0: Good morning, good afternoon and good evening and welcome back to another episode of my Chatterbox podcast. I'm obviously Sir Meerkat, and I'm joined here today by a wonderful guest. Who do we have here?
1: It's Mike from F1 Fanatics.
0: Wowee, another lovely person to have on the channel. That feels weird to kind of introduce
1: yourself like that.
0: I think it worked.
1: I, I, I think yeah. I, um, I'm going to do it in public. I feel like
0: we should have done it reverse. I think I should have said, and I'm Mike from f One for And I'm Mirka. <laughs> Sir, as you know, yeah, you're Motomike and I'm Sir. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, you I, don't get I, that title like, even when you I feel yeah. like there's a process to get to that
0: level. Good. Exactly. Yeah, you got to work for it. You got to work for it. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Mike, lovely bloke, just generally lovely Formula One creator. We've hung out previously. Uh, When we did some stuff on your channel, we did a little live stream and uh, driver ratings, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. After the second British Grand Prix, that was the 70th anniversary, was that? I believe, yeah, it was. was. Nice, that was good, that was good fun, so I thought why not meet up with him again, I I didn't mind him, he was alright. I thought we'd film a podcast as well, have a little chat about just general shenanigans. So, uh, uh, firstly, I haven't even asked. How are you doing, mate? Are you doing all right? Good this fun Sunday.
1: I, I'm good, mate. I mean, obviously, we're on a Sunday, so we've just watched the Grand Prix today, and exactly. so uh, Lewis Hamilton, a very closely fought battle in the Belgian Grand Prix. Really, uh, uh, Valtteri yeah. Bottas. Was it was all over.
0: As Paul De Resta said at the end of the race, it was a nail biter. Absolutely. One. It was a real nail biter. Correct. If you can't nail-biter. tell, <laughs> we're being sarcastic. It was shit. <laughs> it was <laughs> utter shit. Now this isn't going to be going out the next Tuesday as we know it now. It's going to be going the Tuesday after. So we're going to have Magello's Monza in between now and then. So the podcast that's going out, well, that would have gone out last Tuesday, it gets very confusing. This the podcast that would have gone out last Tuesday will have my talking about the race from Spa in it. But we thought, we've done it today, we might as well have a little chat about it. I'll chat about it, awesome. and there's all there's gonna be all the stuff about Monza on my channel talking about it anyway because that's gonna be a shit show for Ferrari as well. <laughs> so that should be good fun. But uh, yeah, talking about Spa. Um, so yeah, what, what were what were your takes on the race, Mike? Just complete Mercedes dominance, wasn't it? Wasn't it realistically?
1: Yeah, I'd, I I think I I think it's now getting to that stage where it's relentlessly getting to me. Like I. I feel sorry because I, I feel like the more we go through races like this, the argument would be like Lewis Hamilton isn't that good, it's just because he's got the car type situation. And we know Lewis Hamilton is one of the best of all time. But it, it feels like if it was a boxing match, the guy's knocked him out, and whilst he's knocked him out, he continuously to relentlessly punches him in the face. <laughs> that's that's what it I feel like the F1 that. 2020 season is, and that yeah. probably sums up. Belgian GP midfield back was great. Ricardo, brilliant. I thought he was uh, fantastic, and there at well Ocon mm. as well getting P5. I thought Renault were the standout, and Pierre yeah. Gasly, really good performance from him. Mm.
0: Yeah, Renault. I was saying Renault were looking really good this weekend, and I had, I had a bet on for Ricardo to get top three. Mm. Didn't quite do it. I think it was like one more lap he would have got Verstappen there. Verstappen's tyres were what so, off, because yeah. he'd gone from like. When I last checked, it was like 11 or 12 seconds with mm. like three laps to go, down to like two at the mm. end. So very close, I'm lucky to Ricardo there. And people were saying, I did see people on Twitter, uh, there was uh, the F1 word said that he really enjoyed the race. What is he on about? Is he gone a bit cuckoo bananas?
1: I think, no, no, no I, I, well, this is where I go. And I understand where he came from. I'm gonna go for this. Okay. Because I think as F1 fans, like we, we guys were obsessed about it because we create content about it and we, you know, we, we almost have to lie to ourselves. <laughs> it's good. But there is, if you look at things in extracts, there are really good things within races. Like, you know, there were battles like Kimi Raikkonen getting ahead of the Ferraris. There was some good will to will action. That just made me feel sad. I, I mean, <laughs> yes, it does. It but in terms of you looking at racing there's, yeah. there's some good action a Ar- rouge i think it was perez and gasly going up what uh yeah. overtake that was from gasly yeah per- we
0: know we've known from previous that perez is not the nicest when it comes to pushing people <laughs> up against that wall yeah. um but it was a yeah, it had, yeah as you said it had good bits in places with some good racing
1: but yeah I, I think we like ourselves if it Realistically though, we, we don't want the same bloke winning each there and I think it's now just relentlessly starting to dig in it and it's it's not even the fact that it might be oh it's just Mercedes so it's like Hamilton and Bottas exchanging. Now it's just like it's Lewis. Like I, I think you could yeah. predict that finish for the next three races and I think it will be it bar mechanical failures. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that is so depressing, mate. Right. Everyone
0: watching is <laughs> well, now <we're> officially <laughs> sad. <laughs> Great. Uh, and it would have been Cositivity. fine. It would have been fine as well, because it would have been like, oh, but next year we're going to get the rule change, so it's fine. But now we're like, oh, shit, we've we got a whole another year of this to wait. Uh,
1: do you do you think that the teams have, like, checked out as well? I, I feel like everyone's checked out in terms just of golf giving 2022. Up. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll fight race to race. It's going it. to be the same. It's just, just going to be a repeat. But they're just like... Well, there's no real point because why would you invest that much money when yeah. there's budget caps and there's everything coming in in 2022 change of regulations? Why would you invest money? I, I don't know. Do do you think they kind of jumped the gun on 2021? Like, should they have held off pushing it back?
0: Oh, that's a difficult one. <laughs> what? On yeah. What would away. be the what were, what were the specific reasons to push it back? It was more the time of the uncertainty of what mm. this season was going to be like. I guess they sort of had to make that call at some point because the teams needed to know. Well, they need to know in a lot of time of where they're putting copious amounts of money towards. Mm. So I guess they had to make that that decision quite early on, didn't they? So I can't really knock them for that. But I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, isn't it? And now we know that it's settled down a lot more. We still have the fans there which is, so it's not quite fully back to reality yet, but we have seen it has gone back to normal relatively quickly and been okay, so possibly they could have had the change for next year, but equally, I feel like it would be a bit mean to put on F1 and be like, why did you do it so early?
1: Yeah, well I think it was a sensible I would decision, decision, but I, yeah. I think in hindsight now, I, I think you'll probably get people go, mm, maybe it was a bit early.
0: I wish that they hadn't done it, but I can understand hmm. why they did, I think it's more, other thing of that, but yeah, as we said, with Spa, just a f- great track. But this race just really wasn't wasn't it. Oh, right, I was gonna say about Spa being such a great track. Would you say it's one of your favourites on the calendar? Maybe not after that race, no, but I, overall,
1: I I think it is. It, it is definitely you know I think in most F1 fans top three, just because.
0: What about? Your top three. This isn't. This isn't the Chatterbox Podcast
1: with most F1 fans. This is the Chatterbox Podcast with F1 fanatics Yeah, yeah it's it's in my top three. I think uh you put up there Silverstone's my top one, just because I've been to it and I, I do always enjoy the racing from Silverstone. In terms of their Spa, is usually number two for me, and then I don't know three's interchangeable. Yeah, but I'd say Spa and Silverstone is. Yeah, no, that's fair.
0: That's fair. Do you prefer Silverstone, the layout that they have now, or the previous layout with
1: like bridge section and that? Um, good question. I I think the track's very good now. Actually, in terms of I I think there's clear kind of overtaking spots. It's wide, so it kind of allows uh, wheel to wheel action. I I think the old section was good for old F one cars, but I think the new track works really well. It's Silverstone's always adapted really well with Formula One, I think, and I think Mm -hmm. the modern circuit is the best you could do for modern cars. Right, okay. I agree I agree with you there, that it probably has helped it for
0: modern cars, but I hate it, mate. The new (laughs) section is so shit. The old section with bridge. Yeah, and the sector one is. Imagine if sector one that's they still did all the changes with like the wing and everything, and having the new pitch straight, but imagine if sector one was down to that left hand sort of half hairpin, right, under the bridge, then under right and then sweep up and left. Imagine the amount of people like three wide going through that up and left, getting punted off into the gravel on the outside. I think it would have been an awesome first sector for the first lap of the race. I feel like the sector we have now is just a bit shit. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's it's a bit meh, isn't it? Turn one you can't really, is only exciting if it's the start of the race, and that yeah. relies on whether Valtteri Bottas flow. wants to go for it or not, which usually is no. Yeah. Um, and then I, well, I suppose it's, well, turn two is the farm curve into the three, isn't it? And I suppose that's an overtaking spot, so that's, I think it's just such a tight and slow section into. Uh, the wellington Strait, isn't it mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you there um i've just
0: realized that because i don't have my notes i completely forgot we haven't even talked about our meal deals today yet mate yeah, we haven't even spoken i completely i completely forgot It's completely it. well, my fault would you like to show off yours to the to the people out there no. first
1: i've um i think we've gone pretty similar for the sandwich and i, okay, I know okay. obviously from watching the tomo one that uh, you're a big fan of wraps I, I don't
0: i do quite enjoy a wrap
1: but it's quite sandwich a sandwich one for me and we've gone for the chicken, bacon, and lettuce. So it's. That's decent. I've just added the lettuce to you because I just think the crunch of the lettuce yeah. just adds a little bit more.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. With that's mine, decent. Because I've got the. I'll just interject there. I've got the chicken and bacon mayo sandwich. A classic. What I like about this over that one, though, would be the fact that in here, the chicken and the bacon are sort of like mushed up a bit. Like they're not mm. like full pieces of chicken, and I quite like that. Mushiness of it all flowing together, whereas that is like pieces of chi- like a piece of chicken, a piece of lettuce, and a piece of bacon. Mm, I would say they're quicker to eat. Mm, yeah, uh, uh, you can just like just destroy not sure. those. Yeah, <laughs> literally, like, two minutes done. but <laughs> yeah. that's a good choice. I would say. I would. You know, I would you back you
1: of my. Whether uh, the choice. people out
0: there will back it, though, is a completely different question. I, I think it's a strong one. I, th- I would agree, I would agree. And what have you got to what have you got to go with it? Well Oh god, you're not on the same pipe. Okay, go for the crisps you first, you see
1: Tomo I saw was like saying I'm salvaging it with uh, cheese and onion McCoys and I'm a big fan I I think this is great, Chris. What you were going on about salt and vinegar mate, salt and
0: vinegar McCoys over cheese and onion
1: McCoys any day. I think you're wrong. Okay, well then. Um, I mean this you need to do a poll of some sort, because <laughs> You're now outvoted two to one. I so am, but I it is my right channel, realising. so I get infinite votes. I believe. I think that's how it works. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, yeah, that's. I make the rules. Just <laughs> like my house. Boring. Parliament. Yes, but I'm the head, so I get ten thousand votes. Thank you. And then Ross, <laughs> uh, Yeah, you've got you've got the cheese and onion. which is very nice. But then I was getting very offended at you've joined Tomo on the water pipe
1: well, train. You see, I don't actually have any soft drinks. Never really have. Never. Oh, so it's it, it, literally. I'm a mental. very plain drinker. It's just gonna water. A plain and drinker. And orange juice. I would advise breakfast.
0: anyone out there to not drink planes. So they don't go down very
1: easily. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, but um, <laughs> water. It works. And Evian as well. You know that little baby yeah. face advert. I've got to give them credit. For that. Also, looking Quebec. Mm. Show your drink.
0: All right. So I've also got sensations the, the, the go to realistically the go to and a 7 up 3 L-
1: look at that though look at comparison
0: that is true you've Bally got a lot money. more liquid there but that just comes out of the earth whereas some bloke has made
1: this so So basically what you're trying to say is you support inventors and yes. I'm just living have off the have some of this I, no I haven't <laughs> why is it not full? Well, you see? There's like a huge gap in. This, this is what you that get. That is company conspiracy there. That's that's inventors. He's taking his own. i just open it. You don't get you product. Like, Look at it. That is yeah, up okay. to the brim.
0: The crack. There you, you go. See right There There was a crack. He hasn't been drinking my 7-Up on the way here.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you, mate. I wouldn't put it past you. Oh, God. I, I love the suspicion <laughs> that's been kind of thrown at me uh, in terms of, do you mean stealing my drink? <laughs> you will not have this drink. That would be pretty
0: that, foul play, that would be pretty You should have messaged thing. me because I wasn't wanting to get a 7-up 3. Not that it's a bad choice, but I had said Sprite. What you should have done is text me gone, go, you, you will not have the drink when you're looking at the meal deals. That would have been top quality banter there, mate. I would have been, but no, I
1: got you the drink because Maybe. I'm a nice bloke. You're very though. kind. I realised that, you know, you, you might be dehydrated during filming keep and it. i didn't want you to kind of just collapse on me thanks buddy because it a bit awkward in your house if that happened keep it... <laughs> i just collapsed you
0: just carry on you just carry on chatting on the podcast <laughs> that would be a bit odd i can't lie especially waking <laughs> up to edit that what the hell's happened here i've just <laughs> collapsed on the... <laughs> of it just
1: half hour takeover there.
0: <laughs> lovely lovely well how did you think of our meal deals what do you think let us know in the little comments down below, that would be great, but yeah I did sort of interject that because I had forgotten. We were talking about tracks, and one thing I wanted to ask was, what track that isn't already on the Formula 1 calendar would you like to have on, and that could either either be sort of a track that's never been on, or a track that has been on before, and you want to bring it back, some nostalgia maybe, of a, of a track. No, don't have to name just one, you can maybe pick out a couple if some spring into mind. What are you thinking?
1: Guys, I, track's always an interesting one because I, I think, well, obviously something like Monaco gets a lot of bad rep nowadays, but like, I always think that's such a classic, like you, you always know by how the drivers talk about it, how good a track that must be to feel like you nail. Know. So I always feel mm. like a place there. But because of how cars have developed They're massive now. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's, it's so difficult and like if you try and overtake, what was it, Leclerc and Rascass, like taking out Nico Hülkenberg was it? I yeah. think. Or Jensen Button
0: flipping uh Verline. Yeah. Before the I don't know any of the corner names. <laughs> before, straight under the tunnel. That one.
1: Yes. The one. No, that
0: one. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, so so it's difficult but I think something like Sepang in Malaysia I think was very popular with F1 fans type mm-hmm. of uh, time of year that it was about. That's I, a good I one. I think that's always a good one. and yeah. Some of the ones to come back the Nürburgring I think could be fairly decent uh, yeah. out of the new ones and Turkey's always positive. And I am I, really interested by Portimao. Um, yeah, I've got, literally got written down full caps,
0: Portimao! For my, for me, anyway, that would be my choice. Port mayo. I've got a chicken and bacon mayo sandwich, and I want port mayo to be back on the calendar. <laughs> I see the little links there Look, that we're making. Everything makes. Sense. Everything is mayo. The chair is mayo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wouldn't be a very comfy chair. It's, no, no, it's it's, it's frozen mayo. Maybe would frozen. It, mayo. Oh, Fro-mo- imagine making like mayo ice cubes. That would be, be vile.
1: I'd have no. <laughs>
0: just, just no. I, I was trying to Fuck. go with you there. But no. no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> right. Let's forget about everything being mayor. We don't like that. <laughs> so, would you say that your track picks there are more sort of nostalgic and from your past of things that you remember being good? You yeah. want to bring back the like the sapang and whatnot. I agree with you on the Sepang one there, that is a yeah, very I, good pick.
1: I think those are the type of tracks that you go, oh that was good racing, everyone looks yeah. back at it. I mean, I always remember a quote of like Kimi Räikkönen at the last Malaysian Grand Prix, I think was asked, are you going to miss it? And he like says, um, we go from like the airport, in typical Kimi fashion, so we go to the airport to the circuit, I don't really see much, so no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very Kimi. <laughs> I was like, all right, uh, just completely forget the racing element. Yeah. Okay? he's never going to give you some um, emotive answer to yeah, it. He's no, just no. going to give you the very deadpan. It is what it is.
0: Until he gets pissed, and, <laughs> is, and he's all over. <laughs>
1: it. <Whey! Yeah>.
0: <laughs> 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 it's too good. It's too good. But yeah, with uh, remembering nostalgia from the past, how did you actually get into F1 to begin with? You probably been asked this before, but. I would um, like to know the story uh, as well of, that's right, that's of what happened. You, was it when you, you were a little, the
1: story? a little tight? Well, it was always something that's on in the background. I think this is like everyone's one; they they kind of have something in the background. So I remember my earliest memories are remembering like Schumacher, and funnily enough, mm-hmm. I, like a Schumacher at Monaco or something. I remember going into the pit stops and then uh, going off. I couldn't tell you the year or yeah. what race it was, whether he won it mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I just have a strong one of that, and obviously, you're wearing it. I uh, support Arsenal. Hey, I don't. Just to put
0: that out there, I was just wearing it because he's going to be on, and I was like, <laughs> pop this on then. So just get football jerseys out there. Oh, I've had so many people. You know, I wear that Fiorentina shirt. Yeah. So many people, the best of me, going, "Oh, do you spot Fiorentina?" I was like, "No, man. I don't think I've ever watched a Fiorentina game in my life." I like the shirt though. Yeah, just it's thinking it's like a nice shirt, cool though. shirt. <laughs> to be fair, I'll give you it was, that. It was fake. Ten pounds. eBay.
1: I mean, that's, you go, lads. that's something that shatters dreams. I'm a fake boy. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Motomika <laughs> fake channel. Fake. <laughs>
0: <Just> Do you <laughs> even like
1: it one Or is that fake too? I'm,
0: I'm going to turn my channel into an equestrian channel in about That'd six cool. months. So yeah, fair enough. I think Just getting the users in it's there It's an first. undervalued market. Getting the subscriber count <laughs> up. Yeah. We <laughs> can really go for it as an equestrian channel, I think. <laughs> but right, we keep going off on far too many tangents mate, yeah, let's stick to
1: right. Formula 1. <laughs> how I got into it, main one I first properly seen and yeah. I remember vividly was 2005 um, with Fernando Alonso. Because I remember like Ferrari always winning and so probably like how a young fan would view it now, like look, Mercedes you'd kind of be like, I oh, wonder I watch that same team yeah. seems to win. But obviously looking back now, that actually period for Ferrari, Despite the dominance, there was actually some good times in there as well. Yeah, I feel
0: like you probably look, everyone looks back on it with a bit of. What's, what's the word for it? You look back on it better than mm. when you were looking at it, when you were actually there. So people look back on the Mercedes dominance now, of more being like, wow, that was so amazing, it was so good. Whereas I was actually in it now, like, fuck like, it It's so boring.
1: Let, <laughs> it, <laughs> end. Let it end, please.
0: <laughs> Genuinely. so. But yeah,
1: but, so Fernando obviously changed a while. Was they had obviously the big rule change in 2005. No young me had no idea about that yeah. going in. But I was like, ah, oh, this is cool and then it was a fight between him and Kimmy, which funnily enough have been two drivers that I like quite a lot. Uh during the time and I for whatever reason I got hooked by winning that championship two thousand six there and I kind of been hooked throughout and then as the years have gone by the obsessions just kinda of got more and more to the fact that we
0: now talk about it on the internet. Yeah, you weirdo. <laughs> what did you talk about on the internet? What a goofball!
1: <laughs> Why did <are> you do it? <laughs> What's wrong with me?
0: So was it just sort of was it mainly the watching of Formula One? Was there anything else you were particularly into? Did you do any like go karting or doing anything no, yourself or? No,
1: actually, no. Just... Never, never really. Never really. Racing games, obviously. Yeah. Uh, in terms of that, be interesting having the F1 games. I, I think I even remember probably F1 racing games before I got into it. Um, yeah. I, I think I had something as early as F1 1998. Damn. It's like yeah. That's old one. <laughs> that that is going uh, older on there. But and then going I think 2001 and loving the kind of Jaguar livery in that with the HSBC. That's a good racing way, green one though. That was. That was good. But yeah, I, I think I just kind of sat down and I've always been a sporty person, like football, uh, uh, cricket is obviously a part of my uh, career as well. And yeah. So I, I just always kind of go and I just was like, this is good. I mm-hmm. like this. And back then it was competitive. You had a championship that went down to the wire. Yeah, uh, we can only pray for that. Well,
0: we we've spoken about the Mercedes dominance far too much already. People are going to be getting annoyed at us now. Especially Mercedes fanboys. We love it. We love it. Please. <laughs> Yeah, you were saying about other sports, football, cricket and stuff. Was it more of that when you were a kid? Was
1: it F one was sort of more of a side thing and that sort of? Mm-hmm. I think cricket and F one I got into at the same time. Right, and it went through a phase. Literally, of football was kind of the early love. Dad loved football. Took to Arsenal games. You kind of go and you'd be like that. And then you, you'll know, mate. That um, I I'm about five foot seven, five foot uh, well five foot seven, so short yeah. ass. I was a keeper growing up, so I got to around about I think the age. What was it? Going big was about eleven, and then they shoved you in a full size goal from like the mini goals, yeah. and then you go, "Oh and my just god!" Kept on, like pinging it top corner. I was like, "Probably shouldn't do this." Yeah. So when when and played out, and then our teams kind of A and B teams gelled together, yeah. and then we were quite good. So like we would go top of the league. so you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, "I want to be winning." That's good. Well, yeah, well, you think you're good, Yeah. you at your local league, and compared yeah. to anyone, it'd be nothing. Um, but yeah, the A and B teams kinda gel together. All our good players mainly left. I had numpty stays and we were like losing like twenty nil. And I remember it's the last game of football I've played properly eleven aside. I literally just like a kid was going through and this was like nineteen nil or something stupid at the time. Kicked him, got red carded, just walked off, went home. Never, Never like came back yet. on. <laughs> I feel like such a like diva. As that's
0: it. I'm done. I'm out. To, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you held up your promise of I'm done
1: at 11 <laughs> so in your 20s like, now. You're still like, no. I was I'm open still to new sports and so cricket and F1 kind of came into play more. Yeah,
0: that's fair. I remember, oh, I have a memory from when I used to play football when I was younger. I remember we had, we were at a game uh, and it was still... I can't, I can't think it would be a lemon aside because the pitches are definitely too small. But I have a memory of, I hated going in the, when there was a corner. I didn't like going in the box. I was scared I was going to get hit in the face with the ball. <laughs> so I'd always stand outside the box and wait and be like, I hope it was just going to come out to me. And this time it did. So it was on our, it was like a corner to the other team. And I was stood outside and they kicked it in. It got hit out. And I I just had it, and I was like, oh my god, and there was no one else, it was like dying end of the game. So I started running towards the opposite goal, and I'm like, I don't know, an eight or nine, Mm. little fat kid, sprinting (laughs) towards this goal, and there's these other kids who are much shorter, like six, six or seven years old. This kid was pacing up behind me, and just as he got up behind me, I was just like, right, I'm never gonna make it to the goal, so I just kicked it as hard as I could. Top bins, mate. Absolutely smashed it. I don't know, I, don't, I think we still lost the game, I don't even know, but on that in day, my eyes, we won. On that day, legend was born. Exactly, Pelé yes. 2. Was that part was of your it? knighthood uh,
1: yes. recommendation?
0: it was, yeah. That was the specific reason, actually. Was okay. scoring yeah, was from the halfway line, top bins. Was, uh, that was it. It definitely wouldn't have been a full-size <laughs> pitch, and I don't think I could, could have even made it to the goal. Even um, at this age, to be honest. It's amazing, you always kind of look back at kind of stuff like that, you go,
1: wow, how amazing. Was
0: I? Was yeah. yeah you probably embellished kid. it a lot more in your head as well. It probably wasn't as amazing as I remember it. <laughs> just kinda of bounced a couple of
1: times, hit a kid in the face. Bouncing out of the most. Yeah, several kids tripping over. Parents going, Oh, he's not oh gonna Christ. shut up about it. like Mum dad, I've done it! I've made it, I'm gonna be a Premier League. I just player. ripped my top off. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Come
0: <laughs> <on>. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely something I would have done. Definitely something over the top. <laughs> I would have done. But yeah, you did all this sport when you were younger. What was school like for you, mate? I'm guessing you had sort of normal school upbringing. Did you? I'm guessing you've always been in Surrey as well, because we're both in Surrey currently, if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing you've always been in, been in school in Surrey and yeah. had a pretty, pretty standard... Any, any sort of outstanding school moments? How did you do? Were you a particularly good student, Mr Brainy Mr. Brainy Boggs? I... Or, You thick as shit.
1: No, I was was, was one of these um, in the top set, but hated hated that I was in the top set. I was I was a a reluctant intelligent person. Yeah, (laughs) or uh, not intelligent because I just then started refusing to work, and so it was like. uh, But I just I I remember I've been in top set mass, and everyone was trying to really hard and focus and. Stuff like that, and I think I was like scraping the barrel, just keeping in because it was, like, yeah. I'm so bored. Yeah. Well, what is the point in it? I, I don't want to do this. Why yeah. am I here?
0: Yeah, you're um, doing that in top set, and I'm in bottom set, thinking exactly the same thing. <laughs> <way. laughs> so uh, Jesus Christ, I want to die. So our worlds kind of merged together. Exactly. But even, you were just in the smart room, and I was in the thick room.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I just remember, and, and then it got to brilliant in GCSE level, like in the first it finally got to year ten and they realised that I was a disruptive influence. i nice. like, we we Took need him a while. We need to get him out. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't gonna go bad. I'm so just went to set two. And it, it was even better because I remember Hot Day we had we had like this refurbishment on the school. Hot we, day. Oh, like a hot day in the oh, right, Oh, like, right. That was a specific <laughs> day. that was hot day, and you could like only hot be day. hot on that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, right. and if it wasn't a hot day, well, we just got the day off, because it was like, well, we can't do hot day without yeah. <laughs> uh, No, but you know, uh, did you ever at school have those temporary buildings come in if you were having an extension or you, your building was just kind of there? So basically, they were no. rebuilding a section or something, it right. was unsafe. Uh, I think, and so they had these temporary blocks put up. Yeah, and they were like ovens in. The, they, the, they're just like
0: shipping containers. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: They were like ovens in the summer. Yeah, and I, I just literally just took it to a whole new level. I, I just sat underneath the table doing my work, and teacher was just like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Well, heat rises." So I'll get under the table. There you go. But you're I'm, using I'm, your knowledge. In hindsight, to get out of the situation. If I was that teacher, I'd just look at myself, and go, what a bell end.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what, what a dick. <laughs> in, in terms of that situation, but yeah, um, it was it was a right school. Um, you- I think finally clocked on in A levels that I should probably do a bit of work.
0: Yeah, that's um, usually about the time when. Wow. But I
1: think GCSEs was just Bs flatline across the board. Everything was a B. Fair so enough. I was consistent. I'm a B. I, I, I always call a, I always myself the Valtteri Bottas of the GCSE world. I'm good, but I'm nothing exceptional.
0: <laughs> just, just
1: standard, <laughs> yeah. You can't quite be the A-star
0: Lewis Hamilton student. All, all the Valtteri Bottas fans have just like cried in a <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're always going to offend someone. Very true. But hey-ho, Very it's true. whatever. It's the truth, so deal with it, Bottas fans. Sorry, just, 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 just what's going on. We apologise. But yeah, so you're growing up in school, having a good time,
1: it sounds like you're having a decent time, you I enjoy think, school. I think you're right. It's alright. I think right. it. all right. I prefer the freedom outside.
0: Yeah. School. You're not a school fanatic, you're an F1 fanatic. Oh, yeah. uh, all right. I am. That's alright, mean we definitely didn't oh, just yeah. change the cameras so I held that joke for two two minutes. Right, as we were speaking about, he's an F1 fanatic, but he's also a female fanatic. Did you have particular female attention when you were growing up, mate? Were you a bit of a ladies' man? I can see you. I mean, you're in class under desk doing work, but the time you were above desk, was it one lady only charm type no. thing in maths?
1: No, no? I, I, would, I would say I would, I would try it, but I, I'm gonna be the nice guy. I'm gonna be the guy that well, and go, I should be more of a dick. Simp. Yeah.
0: <laughs> me. We already established that Tomo F1 was a simp. I'm... The entire F1 community were establishing simps.
1: No, I, I was not one with the ladies, Mate. I, I had—I would actually say I was probably more successful in primary school as kind of a lady <laughs> but you know when, when, you, when, you, know, when you, you were get, in like, primary anxiety, school like, Not you now You'll hold hands
0: Just want to be clear there for everyone, that I was so, also in primary so you school you don't get me arrested <laughs> I'm really good at putting the girls at primary school <laughs> I promise you Haley is of age Ok good, good uh, <laughs> you don't think you'd be saying that until you're <laughs> you, I can promise my girlfriend is of age.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's bad she's younger uh, than me now. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, but you know, like it, it back in like year 5 mm. and year 6, we're like holding hands are so like, oh my god. Oh my god. Those guys yeah. are like, I can do this holding hand business. I'm a pretty tough guy. You just about made it to them with Haley, haven't you? <laughs> you? Held hands last <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. Wow, did. it's it's been two and a bit years, and we've reached the holding hands stage, and I couldn't be happier.
0: No, I'm I'm very proud. I'm very I, happy. That is base b-
1: one, isn't it? I think
0: so. Yeah. I think. So. I, I thought that was the, the the full shebang. You can't go any further than holding hands, can you? I
1: I don't know. There's some rumours out that that you can cuddle, but I don't want to kind of get into the that What the fuck territory. is that? No, so no I, thank you. Uh, but I I sounds I, dangerous, and
0: no, just it's not not for us. I I don't think not so, for maybe. us. <laughs> But I know now that you don't drink at all, do you? No. No. So did you did you ever drink? Was there was point where you go going parties, getting getting on the lash, or was it just always the thing? of you didn't really wasn't really for you.
1: So I I, I didn't drink um, up until going to uni.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I went to uni um, for two years and then and basically did it all, and then didn't really drink when I came back. I drank drunk a bit on a few occasions, but because with cricket work, I was basically working Friday evenings, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Yeah. I And I couldn't do hangovers at all. Yeah. I had like 40-year-olds hangovers at like 20, nice. so I was like, this ain't my life.
0: Yeah, I've seen my brother, my brother's like in his late 20s, and I see how oh, he has a hangover now, and I'm like, oh God, I'm not excited for
1: that. No, I, I, I think, get it all the way out in uni, and also you—you basically at uni paid to get drunk. So I feel like <laughs> don't you tell have, my parents that. Parents don't listen to that bit. <laughs> you have you have to. Sorry, you get paid to have drunk and have takeaway food. Um, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you lie on the stomach at least. Exactly. That. So yeah. I, I feel like I did it all that way, and I still haven't been to a, a nightclub outside of Southampton. Wow. I've been to pretty much all of them in in Southampton, but outside
0: of that, nice. So, so while you're at uni, you're drinking and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Are you? We've we've realised that you're great in primary school. You're not so great in high school. But when I moved on to uni, where you were a pulling machine, and the Southampton girls couldn't get enough of you. No. No, still no.
1: Well, you see what I happened is the... I had a girlfriend that was long term going sick for me. I was gonna to make it work. I was gonna ask this. Ah, mate, it's the same that happened to me. And she dumped me by text a month into uni. That's heavy. And then I, for the next year, I basically tried to get. was was trying to go. We can make this work. Uh, and then a year later, simp. It <laughs> didn't work. And then, what? Um, Just gave
0: up. the Oh, fair. Denver, nice little bit of swiping.
1: Yeah. I so up. I, I, like I so, I had ago. to I had to do the workouts like in a club, no way. Yeah. I, I think people would just look at you and look at me and go, but let's know. <laughs> Especially if you're I can't imagine you pissed. Yeah, pretty I'm
0: much. An F1 hey.
1: <laughs> what a tune. Let's get Sair's club up. Let's go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never no, say that again. Dis-
1: disco room in uh, Oceana, something like that.
0: That's- oh god, you know Oceana's like closed down though. Has it? Doesn't exist, It Changed its name to something. See that, that's how I, think. I can't remember it. Prism, that's it. Oceana's now called Prism. Are they in
1: Southampton the chain- though? Yes,
0: yeah they will be. They just changed the name of like all of them.
1: I know it's good they someone
0: got someone stabbed outside. Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah. it didn't look I it's it's on some... the brand. Yeah. That's just nightclubs, I do isn't it? You just Try not to be the one that gets stabbed. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a puzzle. Come to a nightclub and try to be the try one that doesn't not get to stabbed. Be stabbed.
0: <laughs> we should be their salesman. Um, I was going to ask you. Already kind of asked it. Of if Haley was your first girlfriend, as we now know she wasn't. No. You had this girl uh, previously, but how did you end up So you ended it well. The girl ended it with you at the university, and that fizzled out. Uh, what happened with Hayley, so you left uni before you met Hayley, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, and then how has this come about with the lovely Hayley? I'm sure she's going to be listening, so I'm going to try uh, and I'm sure you're walk walking on eggshells here, trying not to be <laughs> too rude. Uh,
1: so we, we we met on Bumble. And, really? Uh, yeah. Amazing. So that, that is, that's, Success I I'm trying to be. Be a swipage, there that's you go. I am trying to be an article, obviously on Bumble, it's the woman has to message first and Hayley, Hayley hadn't figured out this. Oh. And I was it almost expired and then she was like, why do I get all these matches on Bumble and nobody messaged me? And then her people said, you've got to message. <sighs> so that's the whole point of it, so she did. And then, um, so oh I was the first one she did, so maybe she's just You're the first <laughs> one she back. Come on! Here we go, it was
0: like, Oh, this guy's here, like, let's just talk to him. Or maybe it was fake, mate. You
1: know, maybe, maybe it was, just she
0: finally worked out it. how to use the app. Yes, she at, at the right she was time. Was... Yeah, imagine if it just expired. Just yeah. Never know.
1: No. Um, but yeah, and our first date was pretty funny because I was playing cricket that day and I think I turned up 15 minutes late to pick up from the <gasps> train station. We went to Miller and Carter Steakhouse. Plus hell! Place. Big box on the first date, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah. So we Miller and went there. Carter. So I, I pull up at the uh, car park and I'm a bit tired from the day. I wasn't really paying attention. Not aggressively, but drove into the car park fence a bit. <laughs> nice. So I was like, I don't. Use I thought you were gonna mind. say driving to Hayley, I was a bit. I was a bit worried there. No, <laughs> so I picked up Hayley, She's in the car. It's fine. Okay, but good. at this point, she's going. Maybe, maybe I should. Maybe this guy's mental. And especially, her dad's like a driver as well. So, um, like what? a taxi driver. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Her dad is a driver. His He's job a is a to drive. <laughs>
1: to drive. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, taxi driver. But, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah. So I was like, oh no, this must be. It's must mm-hmm. go wrong. But we we have um we have dinner and basically it's going when well we basically go oh well, you know uh, spend a bit more time to go and we go on top of Rygate Hill and that night there was like a lightning storm but no rain so really weird so you see like cool, lightning man. but it was really cool and there were some like nuts in like a caravan who like camped clearly knew it was like a thing and we we're like right this is weird yeah uh, but anyway we were just doing this talking chatting listening to music uh, with the car I left the car keys in you can see where this is going. I gets 3 am in the morning, I, go, I should probably take you back. So, oh, no. we're about. So, this is six hours into the day. So, oh. so this. It's Jeez. gone well, so oh, it's good. Baby. But, go to the guy, turn to the car. Uh, 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 not starting. Oh shit. Battery. So, got to ring the AA, but of course, at 3 am in the morning, the AA isn't too respondent. They said they're going to be there at half five. Oh my god. So, she ends up having a nap. This is weird on that front. So, I, I'd actually advise 12 hour dates because you almost get date one, two, three, and four All out of the way. You're
0: forced and into And So, the...
1: you, you kind of have a really good idea by the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. Gets to half five, they ring me up and say, We can't get to you by seven. So, we're now going to seven, and they get here, and literally, arrives pretty much two minute job of yeah. uh, bang, discharge yeah. battery. And take her home. I think I got home at eight. And oh I my. Think we kind of. God. Uh, so it was like a twelve-hour first day. Did you have work
0: the next day? Uh,
1: I think I did. Oh actually. my god,
0: mate! That's that's a horrendous story. That was
1: dedication. But you I know, mean, it, it was a good tester.
0: You, she was forced to sit and talk to you,
1: and yeah. that made her like you. Yeah, yeah. and so I, I, I think it was a deal breaker. Like I, I think that kind of goes. I think you have to like someone to go and think we were like, yeah, all right, this could work. I can
0: go for this. Nice. Before, they just didn't think you were a complete idiot after the first date. To, I mean, yeah, I guess your, your idiocy has kind of balanced each other out right? with her not knowing how an app works and you not knowing how a car works. Yeah. There you go. Perfect for each other.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. But we did listen to some
0: good music so it's all good. That's good. That's fine. That's, good. All good. That's all that matters. We're fine. That's all that matters. Um, so how, long, how long ago was that then? Your first date? Uh,
1: two years and like Three months ago.
0: Oh, well you going to, a little while then. Did you quite immediately sort of be like, "Do you want to be my, my girlfriend?"
1: Yeah, I've always been quite quick on that front. front, yeah. like I, it, it's usually about a week. I'll like go, "Should we make this more?" And they go, "Yeah, sure." Or they or that's, the copious that's, quantities. That's, that's been the the stage of there, and hey, Haley said, "Yeah," and two years on, and we're still here. So yeah, nice. break it. Very nice. I'm glad to hear it. Um, Hayley
0: might hate me for this part. As okay. I've warned you previously before that yeah, I, right. you don't have to answer but I thought it would be fucking hilarious if you did. Cool. So, you've been dating Hayley for a while, yep. you've had previous girlfriends, yep. I assume you have lost the, uh, the V card. Correct. He yeah, yeah. has indeed. What is Mike from F1 Fanatic's favourite sex position? I thought <laughs> oh, that would be a great question to have in. So, <laughs> Mike, remember what <well>, that takes? <laughs> <Did you laughs> ask
1: Tomo there, so I couldn't remember.
0: <laughs> I talked about, I asked him to give me an embarrassing sex story, and he just claimed that he didn't have any. So, you could just claim that you don't have a favourite position uh, if you wanted them. to, but equally, you'd just be a pussy boy like Tomo is. He's a little simp, is Tomo. Or just go watch All go of them. them. What, can you name all of them? There's quite a few. Yeah, quite a few there's, hundred.
1: There's the butterfly. What's that? <laughs> I don't know, it's a swimming move, but I just thought I'd get creative. Uh, There's the turtle. Goodness. Is that where the head disappears? No, you just go slow.
0: (laughs) 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 No. Wait, did you say turtle or tortoise? Turtle. Turtles don't go slow, it's tortoises that go slow. (laughs)
1: Well, the turtle's gone
0: slow. oh, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) The slow turtle. (laughs) Perfect. Mike from Fanatic's favourite sex movie is The Slow Turtle, and if you don't know what that is, He's going to give a rendition now, no
1: I'm joking, <laughs> it's on the floor. <laughs> Here is this pillow John, No, please. and this pillow will never be the same again. Okay.
0: Jesus oh Christ, what a great way to end the first half of the podcast.
1: <laughs> Brilliant, thanks
0: for that mate. That no problem at all lovely. buddy. Maybe, we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe I'll be able to find out off camera will it what it really is. Probably not. <laughs> There we go, fucking hell. End this part immediately. uh, Join us after this short break where we'll be chatting all about... All about different (laughs) uh, stuff to do in Formula 1, stuff to do with Michael, and just general fun stuff. So be sure to come back. Welcome back to the fourth episode of the Chatter Box Podcast with obviously this beautiful hunk of meat. Sir Meerkat is here to present you the podcast, and obviously i am continue to be joined again by Mr. Michael from Great. the F1 Fanatics channel. Uh, I actually put here and the beautiful Michael. That's oh, very you nice. Can even, mate. You I, can even see there I, in the script, mate. I can, you can verify it. Does say it does say beautiful. So I maybe f- I was just getting. Maybe I'd written the line about you doing sex positions and I got a little bit excited. Essentially, mate, I, really I do meanful. have to say
1: that obviously I am within a successful relationship currently, as things stand. So, fortunately, I'm not. I've <laughs> okay. got people. That's the <laughs> I had someone slide in
0: my DMs today and ask if I was bisexual or gay. There was no straight option. It was, hi, are you bisexual or gay? So, I really need to stop putting forward this narrative that I'm trying to have sex with Mike from Fanatics because it's not my intention. We are just mates. We are. And mates. I respect we are Haley's mates. relationship. <laughs> I'm just. Dig in, dig in. There you go, mate. Right, This I is awful. I'm looking for female attention only. Being gay is, I'm sure, fantastic, but it's not for me. So I'm very happy with, it's not uh... not the way you swing. Sorry? It's not the way you swing.
1: I've
0: not heard... It's not the way you swing? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, gotcha, okay. I thought that was something like, um... Uh, it's not the size of the boat. It's how it's the motion of the ocean, or something. Like that. I thought you were going down that tangent. I was getting very confused. Right, <laughs> let's stop talking about sex. <laughs> let's talk about. Right, I've written on it. We've talked through your female interest. Now we'll talk about your other interests. So why not have a look at YouTube? That's what we're on right now. Um, so when did you first like? I guess come across the site. Right, when did you first? Do you recall when you first sort of started using it? I think, getting I, interested ac-
1: in it? I think I came across it with, um, Stephen came across it first, I'm pretty sure. Right. Uh, and I, I think I may have been aware that you can go on YouTube and see clips of things This it is like been like sport clips. Yeah, this is like what sort of age are we talking? Uh, oh god, I don't even know. Maybe about 13, 14? Okay. Yeah,
0: that's pretty standard.
1: Um, uh, type of thing, uh, from there
0: yeah, yeah and before then you just had the mentality of like a 60 year old but it's like well that's the place where you get funny cat clips isn't it yeah yeah that type of thing yeah
1: but i i remember like stephen watching kind of gaming youtubers and i i think first when pewdiepie was starting to kind of maybe kick off a little bit yeah and also ksi i remember the early days i was a massive, KSI a massive fan. KSI yeah. fan and then Akin Fenwood stuff. Yes. Akinna. Akinna. Fenwood is in for. In- <laughs> da, 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 da,
0: da. No, I love that. I a brilliant video. No, that's great. I've actually written down here. I thought you might have been a big Zoella fan. No. Actually,
1: you seem like you might be. No. But I I, I makeup on. I did date someone who was. Really. Hmm. Really. And Sakona Jolies. Tough
0: oh thing. yeah They're that's like a family.
1: That's shit, yeah. Um True Geordie <laughs> Geordi
0: always Yeah, but True Geordie always goes on about how he hates them because he can't stand the family channels, like putting your children on camera. I, it, he's just a bit weird.
1: I there is no choice in it, is it? They they, they you're kinda of thrusting from a very early age your kids into a spotlight.
0: Yeah, I feel like people like Macaulay Culkin, I guess that's quite a quite a large audience that Macaulay Culkin would have had with with his Home Alone movies, but it's of the same sort of it's style, of. Writing, he didn't really man. get a choice, yeah he didn't really get a choice of whether to be in the spotlight or not, and then t- ten years later he's absolutely fucked.
1: Just, he's out 40 isn't
0: he? Yeah, yeah, he turned 40 a few days ago didn't he? Madness. Well, that does make you feel well. That's loads of people you ever saying uh, the, the films were a bit before my time so I don't really, I think they're probably a bit they're more they're old before yours as well. Mine as well, yeah.
1: but you, you can't much, them but growing up. You're the <laughs> 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 back in my day. <laughs>
0: Back in my day, we were watching Akin Offenwa! <laughs> Booze!
1: <Bruce. laughs> he's, he's made a great career out there. Had, I'm pretty how sure has he made a career? his football career on it. How he made a career
0: when he was making Road to Bestiality 2014 <laughs> FIFA videos? What is that? But yeah, mental. Anyway, so we were watching, yeah, you were watching, oh, sorry, Stephen was watching gaming videos and stuff. Did he sort of, did you end up just sort of watching? that with him and then getting it into it yourself yeah and
1: then like the case I think the Sidemen the GTA 5 stuff was pretty oh yeah I remember that that was pretty kind of funny and it was just entertaining to kind of have in the background I think and I think that's that kind of that was the first I would say there was two categories I would say of YouTube growing up which was the gaming scene and then the kind of the family or lifestyle people and I didn't really have any interest in watching people go about their life everyday daily vlogs type of thing it was more just because um, we've always, me and my brother, loved gaming growing up, so mm-hmm. that was kind of always an interest. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you sort of got in, into it at an, an age where you started maturing a bit, like 13 mm. and 14, whereas I got, I started watching it once was like nine, something like that, so I was proper into like the kid stuff, so like Smosh mm. and all that sort of thing, that's where I started and then I moved on to sort of like vlogging scene and then gaming with PewDiePie and KSI and all mm. that lot, so I think I was just a little bit... Behind you, you were a bit more. Your brain had matured a bit more to enjoy the rather than the smosh. Shut up! <laughs> that kind of shit. But but, <laughs> but yeah. So you were you were getting to become a bigger consumer of content. When was it you decided? Actually, I kind of want to make videos instead of watching them. When when what sort of stage was that at? Did you do any when you were in school? No.
1: Really? No, it, literally, it was it was a real. Uh, late thing in in terms of, pretty much uh, it was maybe a couple of months before creating the channel it was a very spontaneous thing. So
0: one Fanatics was your first one? Mm. Really? I've got that in here as a question because I didn't know but that's mad yeah that it was your first one.
1: Yeah that was that was literally and I was just literally like, I just like talking about sport a lot and I, I didn't have many, football I think is quite especially growing up in England you can always find football as a conversation, I think, with people. Yeah. I think it's a very, like, generalised thing you can find. Where F1, I would say, is kind of harder to come by. 100%. Um, so I was, like, go, thinking about the two, whether it be, like... It was literally the same with
0: Tomo. We were having the same chat, but he was... Because he, he actually did end up doing football content for a bit. It mm. just didn't do anything, literally. I think he was saying, it was like... Uh, it was either two years and he got 400 subs or four years and he got, he got 200 subs something like that and just
1: I, I feel like football is just like a it drop it. in the ocean unless, mm. unless you're exactly. like big reactions are obviously AFTV went uh, kind of all in on the kind of fan reactions and mm. that's what kind of elevated it into now they can make more uh, kind of fan based content which I'd mm. say probably a lot of the F1 YouTube stuff is um, yeah but yeah, I, I think football was such a saturated market, so I, I literally was like, "Football's flooded. F1 doesn't seem to be too much on there, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go." And F1, I don't really have too much to talk about. Uh, what too many people to talk about, so I was like, oh, we'll, "We'll go, for, we'll go with that." And yeah. then, what we a year and a bit onwards, and we're here in your living room. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, did this, how did this happen? Suddenly, uh, suddenly in my living room. So you're quite lucky then, because F1 fanatics was your f- first channel. You don't have any embarrassing content from when you were a kid just lurking around because I do. Holy <laughs> shit I do and I'm not leaving any links <laughs> out there to those. Well, I could show you some before. Oh my god. If you can find it's, it, you've earned it. If you can find it, like fair play, go for it. But otherwise I don't think I'm going to do a little reaction video in the future
1: at some it's point. It's good to hold that in the locker, I think. Don't worry. I know, I've got like three channels. Of old content, I can use. We, we can just literally go back to our race preview, and it's just our old videos aren't really embarrassing. I would just kind of say they're just poorer uh, made videos. Yeah,
0: well, I was <laughs> going to talk about because I did have a little look at your first video as I was sort of researching, researching the script for this. But firstly, just with your channel, how did the channel actually come about? Because you were saying sort of you had a thought a couple of months before of what you were going to do and what you you would think you wanted to make the channel but you weren't too sure. Firstly, how did you come up with the name? Secondly, how did actually
1: the channel end up happening and you ended up recording that first video? So, the name actually comes from Hayley Mm because me and Ash literally had a conversation, I think on the the Sunday before the British Grand Prix Mm -hmm. and we were like, should we, I was like, I'm thinking of making a channel, do you want to do it with me? And Ash's, uh Haley's brother. Yeah. And we were just going through names, and then Haley was like, "What about F?" And she was just like reading off, and like, "What about F1 fanatics?" And we we're like, oh actually, that yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. That works quite well. That's quite easy to make a brand logo type thing on." Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we'll go for that. And then obviously the the old kind of logo of the F1 fanatics, cartoony writing, and the uh, cartoon car. On yeah. that, that was the one. Well, actually, I think we went through. But I think the original one was a little cartoon man waving a checkered flag.
0: Yes, it is. I remember seeing those in the old thumbnails. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we just. And then the car came in, and then obviously recently we rebranded to the kind of silhouette figures and just mm. a bit more. The slick best one of the text. yet.
0: The best one of yet, I would say.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I much prefer the old one. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I now we've got to go back. <laughs>
0: I remember um, you, when yeah. you were looking at changing it, I remember you sent me a little thing of a couple of things and I was like, no mate, definitely. Hmm. Definitely that one with the little cutouts and whatnot.
1: Yeah, that, the, that was good. I, I kind of worked the best. So, And then literally, it was like, should we do it? And I was like, yeah. So I think we then filmed the Thursday and I think it was on my phone. Right. Um, that was uploaded and it took like ages to upload. Yeah. And then the... Uh, first ever picture is one from my camera that I took at Silverstone the previous year I think it was a Mercedes I think it was Lewis Hamilton right Um, and with some kind of crappy the basic text you get on Editing a photo, nice. from There and just yeah. from there. So that that's how it came. Yes. It. It, it was literally spontaneous. I would like to say that I'm a well thought out, planned person. Mm. Yeah. but I literally just kind of just go for it and jump it. in and nice. sit, see where you end up. Yeah, I've got try it. And improve each. I've got it here. Scale. You are
0: correct. It is indeed Lewis Hamilton at Silverstone with yeah some text that is barely visible because mm. the colours are just bad yeah yeah so not the best
1: uh, I've definitely from... got a lot better at the thumbnails. I would agree
0: yeah I would agree <laughs> well, you should give yourself that it has a total of actually I'm guessing you don't know how many views it has could you have a guess how many views do you reckon that first video has a British Grand Prix preview from was it 2017? I think it had say. some views kind of go
1: back on it I, I think it's around about the 82
0: mark oh he's close 88 there you go a smash hit some would say because I know it, video. it
1: had around about like 50, 60 when it started, and then I think yeah. some people when they just come on to the channel just especially watch, with just the, go back the you
0: can go on and just click from newest to oldest, so they immediately see the first one and you just click mm. that one. So yeah, but I was watching it, and I hope you don't mind me saying, I don't want to, I don't want to be too mean. You were quite awkward in it. Yeah. Compared to how you are now, you are a lot more easy on camera, and free flowing. You're quite sort of. Oh, hi, I'm Mike from F1 Fanatics, and today we we're, weren't quite, quite sure had keep about it. racing
1: bit at that stage. Probably didn't, yeah. I it don't think quite it. Quite no, but I, well, literally, yeah, I'd I, I, be interested to see what you think. Getting on camera for the first time is really awkward and weird. Like, yeah. talking into a camera, it, it feels see, weird.
0: See, that's what, that's what I had, so I've made like eight channels since I was like. 12 or something just making different crap content so that sort of slowly allowed me to get more comfortable in front of the camera so when i made this channel it was pretty not easy but came to me easier Mm. to begin with with this one so yeah jumping into the deep end with f1 fanatics being your first one i think your progression has been very fast what you you've done in like two years what took me like eight to actually get comfortable
1: i I think also, it probably helps the careers that I have in terms of being quite forward facing. Yeah, things. And it's almost like a performing and presenting. And once you kind of get used to sitting in front of a camera, mm-hmm. it's quite easy to just do that and
0: yeah. do whatever. becomes natural, doesn't it? <laughs> also, I have to say, it has 88 views and it has one dislike. That first video? You're has a one dislike. I if you're the man. You did it.
1: I can't believe you. <laughs> What's it, me? you, swear, you. it wasn't me! I swear it wasn't me! Imagine if you actually went on it, was me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> so there is no way of checking though, so you're, you're anomalous. That's true. Though. You're anomalous forever, but we Anom- know who you anomal- are. A love A I never a Anomalous.
0: I never Yeah, exactly you I'm out there, undislike
1: the video and like it instead. Naughty. Bad people. Sir Meerkat is the thumbs up connoisseur. I would the say thumber. yeah just when you came on the live stream we somehow yeah. managed to get more I thumbs up you. than people actually it watching it works I didn't even know what was happening you, if just like, you just thumbs up now if you just ask
0: people just do it but then even when they leave their thumbs up stays there so then even when it's going up and down the thumbs up just keeps going up have that you when they leave they don't
1: take their thumbs up with them no they
0: leave they it. leave it with <laughs> us that's perfect and also in that first video the lovely Tara makes a big appearance as well which is great that, that hasn't changed over Two years, still uh, got still got two years, three years?
1: I, I would say but she's sure. actually the most pain hungry out of all of
0: us. <laughs> she does she you you look away and you like, oh no, my cat's trying to get in. She gets in, walks across the table, changes her mind, goes in front and then just sits in front of you. And you can see
1: you're thinking like mm,
0: what's this cat,
1: <laughs> this cat sitting in front of the bloody camera. Yeah. I was like, but I didn't know how to kind I was like, so, I <laughs>
0: Like, you didn't want to do an, a, a, is it Linity, I think? Where she just grabs the cat and yeets over a child. <laughs> there was a wall behind you so that probably wouldn't have been the best thing to do. No. no. First yeah. video <laughs>
1: lob a cat at a wall. But it would actually be interesting <laughs> if someone was actually, I say sad enough, um, if, if someone's dedicated <laughs> enough, that sounds nicer, um, to go back and see how many video appearances she's made either by physical appearance in the video or by meowing in the background. It would be interesting to know the percentage of videos she's done it. I reckon it's probably quite a few. Yeah. That would be a serious task for someone
0: because, well, according to YouTube, you have 373 videos on your channel. Yeah. So that, I guess that includes live streams and everything as well. Yeah, live
1: streams. But and bloody everything. hell, that's
0: a few, mate. So that would be a lot for someone to go through and looking at yeah. Tara. But yeah. if you're a real fan of the F1 Fanatics channel, you will do it. So... <laughs>
1: And, and you will gain a mystery surprise.
0: <laughs> One dislike to your video. That's the mystery surprise from me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, out of those
1: 373,
0: obviously that's quite a few questions. Any standout moments, any virality in there? I've, I did have a look and see that your most of your video was a track comparison. It was Hanoi and Singapore?
1: Zanvoort. We, we
0: massively cashed in on the Dutchies. Nice of the new track coming. That's on like eight point six, I think it was. Yeah, that's, was like that's still
1: our most successful. And the, and the thing is, to date, I think it was an okay video, but I don't look at it and like if I, I was like going, to, I wouldn't have gone. That's the video. And that's that was the gonna, yeah. And it's just you, you'll know it's so random in terms of completely. You'll put so much time into one video and go, wow, I feel really happy yeah. with this. And you go, uh, oh,
0: and. You're like, I want everyone to see something. this one, this is the one I'm proud of, this is, and it gets, like, 20 views. Wow. <laughs> what? How's, how's that happen? And you make one. I've had a sit before where I put, like, so much soul into it and, like, really going for it, it's just undead. And then the next week I've just whipped up a video in, like, a few hours, just been like, right, cool, that one's done. Out, just, I need a new video for this week. And that one fucking bangs and does super well. I'm like... What? <laughs> Why am I putting all this effort into this one when this one done so well? It's, well
1: it's like the well uh, breaking news videos I- in terms of. Yeah, I've, I've steered away. from, They are easy, and they're easy. News I'm and not
0: stuff. a view whore, but they, they, so I don't decide to do them. Also, oh, I can't be
1: arsed.
0: <laughs> you have to just like pump it out. Just get that title in. You can just be ten minutes of white screen. It's fine, but people are really gonna click it.
1: I mean, well, yeah, literally, it's crazy. Like, I think the most one with are recently. I think got like oh, two point yeah, six that. views. Yeah in, like, uh, yeah, in like a couple 2. of days. So <laughs> <views down the laughs> um, someone came on and went. <laughs> in,
0: in someone I, who's <laughs> point six of a person came on. And went, oh, I like this one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, but
1: only <laughs> point six of me liked it. Point four of me thinks it's trash. You clickbaiting dick that's less
0: than most people watching your videos to be fair,
1: so. yeah true, actually. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Brutal. yeah you
0: were Absolutely. saying with the Vettel one that went um, relatively viral recently, so yeah
1: uh, so that's obviously breaking news and that's quite it's a, terrible lighting I think because it was early in the morning so half was like shaded face half was there, and Nice. I, I think what I said was alright within it and relatively concise but you know you, you don't really feel I think rewarded in those type of videos Yeah. and the reactions and stuff like that, and trying to steer away a little bit um, towards it as well. But yeah, it's crazy. Like the driver rivalry series, I really like on it. Um, there, and our most popular one is um, Grosjean versus Magnussen, and nice. it's because it got shared in a Danish. And we were about to go to Vegas with Haley's holiday, uh, Haley's family on holiday, and I was like. We've got this video that's blowing up. Where and this was uh, literally about us, kind of almost getting to hundred subscribers as well. Um, I think it got us pretty close uh, back then. But yeah, it, it was it was crazy. I was just like, "This is weird." That was the first kind of, what is going movie, on? You know? yeah. They were like, uh, "This this is crazy. It keeps going up by lots of views." And just yeah. the Danish people, were like Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's getting the love. These people love Kevin. Yes, yes he's better than Grojon. Come on, come in! And I was like, Yes,
0: my Scandinavian Jeez, brothers. Bias, yeah.
1: Let's go. <laughs> Scandinavian
0: brothers. <laughs> the Scandinavian The Scandinavian Brotherhood. Fanatics. A Scandinavian, Hashtag Scandinavian Brotherhood on the F1 Fanatics channel. Lovely. But I also wanted to ask with the channel of you said you set up this video camera and I asked Ash come over, do this video with you. Mm. Why didn't you do it by yourself? I'm a very selfish man. I do my channel all by myself. I'm, a, I'm just, I don't know, I feel like I have this perfectionist, I guess, in me that wants me to be doing everything because if I don't do it, it won't be right, mm. sort of thing. How do you, did you, why did you want to have someone else there as well? Was it more sort of because of the type of video you wanted to do? You wanted I, yeah, to have I sort of that debate? I, I think I looked and I
1: was like, You were the F1 debate show there's, though. Yeah, there's a lot of F1 individuals. Fanatics. Um, but I saw the what? F1 Debate Show and I was like, oh, they, well... These guy guys shit. I can I make like, better content than that. <laughs> no, but I was like, oh, <laughs> no, that's good in terms of it. Me and Ash were always uh, kind of talking about uh, F1 when we were going over to Hayley's anyway. Mm-hmm. And probably much to a frustration. It was like, yeah. Shut up! Christ. I want to see you! Stop talking <laughs> to my brother! Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he was come across there and then obviously for the main bit, he's there and he, he still comes on um, from time to time on the channel. But he's got a new job um, uh, now, which is taking up more of his time. And then seeing the emergence of Stephen, my actual brother, yeah. um, and go for so, that. And I just feel like I bounce off people better. So
0: Stephen likes F one anyway. I'm assuming. Hmm. So why didn't you get Stephen in? Why didn't you get Ash in first? Does Stephen not feel hurt now? He's the second. Yeah. He's the second choice. Unlucky Stephen well,
1: I, mate. I, I actually think you know Stephen was a little bit. He was. He was probably like. Uh, Maybe just, he's just cloud chasing.
0: He what? saw you were getting all these Danish subscribers. Yeah, no, I, I,
1: I think he was probably a little bit like, it's just one of his wacky ideas again. <laughs> he just wants to go off and he just, this this is going to be over in a month or so. Probably something like that. And then yeah. it just carried on and it was like, actually it's going quite well. And then um, I had a mate, Zach, um, who I did the F1 Fantasy uh, weekly podcast started with. Right. and he was good mate from there but then he didn't want to do it and I was like oh, well I think this is a really good idea and I want to carry it on and Stephen played the fancy game as well. Mm-hmm. I was like oh come on through there and I think it was in me, initially like a confidence thing of going on camera. Obviously me and Ash were yeah. on camera and I wanted to do it on camera
0: because uh, then I guess it's more of like you're talking to Ash rather than you're talking to the camera because yeah. that can be very weird to start mm. with of just talking to nothing. <laughs> just yeah. talking to the
1: wall so it, 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 it is, does help to sort of move you into so yeah, maybe it was just a comfort, comfort blanket side of the thing in terms of you kind of feel like and I feel like initially if you probably look at the early videos like it's just me and Ash talking to each other
0: I noticed that a lot more in the first one of the Silverstone one you're literally just like yeah so I really I really thought there was this and you just like neither you looked at the camera at all and I was like this is, like, this is awesome. oh you're here yeah, yeah. hi <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. am yeah, probably, probably to be
1: fair in this one actually. It's quite as well, it. Yeah, hilarious. I tried to keep
0: like, giving it a look, but. How,
1: how's my side profile? Yeah. <laughs> is this my best side or is this my best side?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that is your best side, then you can do the whole rest of it just facing that way. If like.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, mate, I really enjoy this. this <laughs> it's a great time, please. I appreciate it. my side. Rate my side. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you can rate our meal deals
0: and you can rate our sides in the comment. There you go. Well you've just got front on, you're
1: alright. Yeah, actually now you know you are kind of half I'm
0: getting a little side-on action of the left side. Yeah, but right, let's stop talking about sides. Jesus, <laughs> this 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 is just the the, the tangent podcast with Motovica. Um, right, so you made a lot of videos now. You've had a few years doing this, 373 to be exact. You've had you've got more experience. I'm learning stuff and improving. Every day, I'm sure you are as well, as we can tell by the content, we can tell by the intros, the channel graphics, everything, it's all getting better. But the usual question for someone that's out there, someone starting their content only recently, if you could give them sort of a piece of advice or something that you've learned along the way, what would you What would you say?
1: Don't do it, you're taking my views <laughs> and subscribers. He's, he's a greedy man. That, I want them all for me. Yes. No, but, um, no, I... I I think, just, just do it. What's the Nike, are we going to get monetized? Like, monetized. We
0: only get, we will only say it if Nike will sponsor us.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, I mean, We had this conversation last time, didn't we, about Nike and Nike? Yeah. We're not getting into just, it. We're not getting into it. Just done it. Just,
1: <laughs> just so we don't get struck. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, but, like it is, it's crazy. I, I think, I always go in with the philosophy of like you can tell obviously by the first one you you're just going to get better you're not going to go in as a instant kind of perfect one unless obviously you've had several channels before and then obviously you expect that that's the learning
0: that's the tough thing is
1: i've definitely had
0: this before as well where from you watching youtube you will then compare what you're making to those people Mm -hmm. so like with tomo or something like that who's has incredible quality because he's a graphic designer. Mm. And then I, I would look at mine and go, mine looks shit. <laughs> Why do mine look so bad? And these look so good. And then you've got to remember like, mate, he hasn't been doing it for a month. he has been doing it for a year or two now, just on that channel, has had previous channels that had, has been working in that field anyway. Like, mm. don't be too hard on yourself. Would be fine anyway, but yeah, sorry.
1: I, I, I think that's... We need
0: advice from this man, not from me. So <laughs> carry on, no, carry no, on.
1: but I agree. It's just, you, you're right. You. It is difficult and I think you'll always go through those stages because I think we've both done it ourselves where you'll compare yourselves to other channels and then you'll, you'll go through a bit of... And the growth isn't... It's not like a steady growth. You won't go from like zero... If you, if you kind of get lucky, sometimes you just pop and it, it. Everyone I think has the quality there but there'll be some that just kind of boom for some reason like... Obviously, uh, I, I'll use Josh Revels for example. A great quality content, but he's gone from like you have Sean from the F1 World. He took three years to get to a hundred K, and Josh is knocking down. I mean, when this video goes out, he might he, he might have hit it. Yeah, have hit a hundred K, and I think he had less than a thousand in December. That's mental. So he's he's just gone meteoric right. So it is just a kind of a bit, and you just ride the waves and low points and try not to do that it's in but, those kind of low points you've got to just keep going for the enjoyment don't that, yeah don't if, make it for the views yeah if you
0: are just making the views you're never going to carry on because you're going to have that month or two months where it's just not doing well at all mm. and you feel like oh why's my doing so badly when this person's doing so well blah, blah 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 but you will get that good month it will come mm. so you just have to wait it out but then you were saying with josh revel again with him as well you can see his improvement if you go back to his first videos from like December, January time, they weren't that great. They were still very good content, but mm. when you compare it to now, with the animation he started doing, just how he puts his videos together, they've been slowly increasing as well. So don't just you gotta, naturally compare yourself to those yeah. polished videos that he has now.
1: If you be on a cliche, it, it is a journey type of thing in terms of- uh, if What should I write down? Word.
0: It's about the journey and not the destination. <laughs> I've written it right here. There you go. We're that's, so predictable. That's a, that's a line from an airwaves. So Life's a
1: journey, not a destination.
0: There you go. Well, what a lovely line to end that section of the podcast on. <laughs> we will move on to the fan questions. The oh. part everyone loves. And Mike has a lot of fans, oh, as you would know. Yeah. He got loads of questions over on my Instagram. Um, so I picked out, well, sort of four and a half, really. Because someone's got two, but one of them sort of just taking the piss at yeah, the end. So, so we'll jump. Is that
1: you? was three by it actually, you. It actually and... wasn't me,
0: somehow. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know I take the piss a lot, but I thought I'd rather take the piss in person rather than going two layers of taking the piss online than using it in person to take the piss online. That would have been a bit much, mate. Uh, I'm not that bad, but there we go. Right, first question is, also, uh, uh, this will be, mate, uh, my brain's getting fuzzled because I recorded a podcast with my dad a couple of days ago, but that's going to be episode six and this is going to be episode four. So this okay. is really messing up my mind now. But in my dad's one, I say it as well. So I guess this is a spoiler. This is weird. Um, like in my dad's one, I said how Twitter is really not doing bits. I've got no questions. on. I think I've got like two or three. And they just weren't that great. So everything on here is off Instagram. So Twitter, Mike, can you just tell the people on Twitter
1: that they need to up their game? Uh, if you communicate on Twitter, then you need to follow Sir Meerkat. Not only okay. because he's Meerkat royalty. Uh, in terms of, uh, but he has something really worthwhile to say, and his message is always from the heart. Fuck Tomo F1. That's my <laughs> that message from the heart. <laughs> See that—that that is what you're missing.
0: Usually <laughs> what are you missing on like, my
1: page. Usually there's uh, some sort of weird flirting going on with Tomo, uh, or just. Uh, Talking about calling him a chode or something. Just funny. Or was that Tomo called you a chode? He called me a chode. Yeah, yeah. I
0: would never use such derogatory language.
1: Yeah, oh, it so. well, was pretty. I felt
0: you then. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks, White. Just... Right, fine <laughs> questions. Bad questions. The first one is from Ricky Red on Instagram. He says, "Which Uh, Robert Schwartzman?" Ah, oh, wow. I bet that's a shock to you and you haven't heard that <laughs> it's before. It's a huge shock. We didn't change the camera. <laughs> like, carry on, carry on. So yes, Schwarzman, Um I said about, yeah, you don't, you don't think that he needs another year? Because obviously he's only just jumped up from Formula 3 to Formula 2. You think he can then jump straight up into Formula 1?
1: Uh, I think he's just one of the golden boys. And I think, hey, for yeah. me, I, he just finds a way of performing at each level. And I think... There isn't really much Robert Schwarzman's going to gain from competing another year in Formula Two. So if, if he's going to make it to Formula One, you might as well just throw him in. And I, I don't think, as harsh as it is on Giovinazzi because it's so difficult with the Alfa Romeo being so poor, but he's not really. I mean, he spun out in the race. A I was about weeks to say in Belgium. Oh,
0: he had a massive crash today, mate. Yeah,
1: The huge crash today. Lost it. lost it all by himself. But it was just a weird. I mean lost it? it? Yeah. And he lost it at Spa the
0: previous year. Uh, yeah, on that, the well, last lap, like, two points. laps to go. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. binned it in the wall, straight off. But that one today was odd. It was like he, he'd already. You could tell on the camera that the back end had already gone, mm. and then mid through it, he started correcting it. But he overcorrected it way too much, and he spanned back off the other way, and then big crash.
1: Yeah, and it just, he just doesn't. He hasn't done enough, and especially the age he is, you feel like yeah. one of them's going up. Uh, Callum lot. I think it would be hard to look against him if he didn't, if he won the championship. Mm-hmm. I I think it might be between one of those two. Whoever wins, obviously you're forced to because you can't compete again in F two if you win it. So I think they'll yeah, they'll probably go through that. But okay. Calamilo, I just feel like his face doesn't fit. I feel as harsh as that sounds. Clearly very talented, and I think. He's doing amazingly. He he's been one of those drivers who is going well, you look at, compared to his uni virtual OC teammate Guan Yu Callum mylot is going, Look, I'm the guy and I wanna to get to F1. Yeah. And uh, I think you've got to respect that and what's there. And Mick Schumach, I just I feel he will get there just because of the pure fact of his name. And I think that's a. Uh, and he does, and the guy's talented. I think he's still got a lot to learn, consistency wise. But I think overtaking wise, natural raw speed at times, his starts are really good. Yeah. I think he can definitely learn and adapt. I mean, you just have to look at someone like Lance Stroll. You know, given time and support and backing in like a lower field before then progressing up into a good car, then you can put in competent performances in a Formula One. And if you mm-hmm. could do that in Ferrari. As a uh, support to Schumacher winning a championship, and he wins the constructors. If that's how it just, happens. just think of the. Oh well, yeah, uh, but Ferrari always find a way. If, if they have a bad year, they kind of bounce back a couple of years later. They yeah. don't tend to go. Especially too. with a nice rule change, i would be, I'll be very happy to see that. Yeah, you expect them to uh, do that. So I, yeah, I uh, those those would be three. I, Renault, obviously, we know not this year. Williams, Latifi, and Russell were locked down. Yep, it's
0: the two hasses, the two Alfa Romeos, the two Alfa Tauri's. Are sort of the main ones, aren't King they? Essentially, Yuki,
1: but it depends. Yeah. I, I think that all depends on Alexander Albon. I, yeah, I'm thinking they stick with Albon. The uh, yeah, the only thing is, if Albon doesn't improve from what he's doing, because what I won't get yeah. into that too much. But what he's doing yeah. is not good enough for a. Number t- the second best car on the grid. I don't, I,
0: I really dislike at the moment how everyone's going, P- give this seat back to Pierre. It's like, bruh, how have you not learned this just doesn't work? I'm just moving them in and out, in that. Yeah, in, my out, in
1: is just like, do what you did when you were successful. You had an experienced driver in Mark Webber, and then you had your prodigal talent in Sebastian Vettel. Max Verstappen is clearly the top talent. Go and get an experienced guy who's outside the program on, who Go. can just help and uh, my biggest argument is, would Mercedes, so they're the top ones, they're who you aim for, if Mercedes had an option, would they sign Alexander Albon? No. If, if they wouldn't sign Alexander Albon, why should you sign Alexander Albon?
0: No, that's true. That's a good way to think about it.
1: And if you use the comparison, they had that option in Esteban Ocon. Mm. They could have signed Esteban Ocon, yeah, they but have. they went, Valtteri Bottas is experienced, yeah. he gets the job done, he's he not great to do. for us because in a two-man championship, but if Ferrari or Red Bull were up there, he's perfect. It's
0: yeah, well, it's, it's better to have Bottas there than a, than a teammate that could genuinely challenge. Oh, that's going to annoy a lot of people <laughs> like Bottas that could genuinely challenge Hamilton properly at the top because the 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 setup that they're in now sort of guarantees them that one-two. Mm. Whereas if he was like properly there every race on the back of Hamilton, then there's so much more chance of them crashing, having stuff come together like Rosberg and Hamilton mm. had in uh,
1: in their years together. But,
0: yeah, I agree with you on the F2, on the well, I, F2 I, choices. I, I, think, I
1: think the perfect scenario for Red Bull, and it wouldn't see Yuki Tsunoda being, and I think he would probably benefit with having an extra year, would be mm-hmm. Max, experienced driver, a.k.a. a Perez but, slash Hulkenberg. Then
0: they would say that they're spending so much money on Verstappen
1: that they can't afford it, an experienced driver. They have to get... Albon, well, that's, that's what they're going for. Albon's a cheap option. But then it would be perfect, because I do think Albon's talented, and I do think Pierre Gasly's talented. They both shown that in terms there, give them 2021 in the AlphaTauri at least, mm-hmm. and then see, reassess in 2022. So what
0: you're saying is the Red Bull should sign Sebastian Vettel? I, he's one option that Ooh. I would
1: suggest to be in there.
0: Mm-hmm. They could be good. I'm not sure, I feel like they have two big personalities, Verstappen and Vettel there, I feel like it could I, be a little bit...
1: I felt 2019 worked, it was just Ferrari managed the situation so badly. Yeah. Like, their team Wait, orders. Were Ferrari managing a situation badly. <laughs> what? But you know, it was like Bahrain. It was stupid. Like Leclerc was quicker. Let him go on and they yeah. faffed around with there. Yeah, they. the don't
0: want anger, Seb.
1: Then the Leclerc and Vettel Singapore situation, and then the Sochi situation with the weird start where they, then, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, yeah so I, I don't actually think they. They're two alpha drivers and I think they were fine. And mm. You're going to naturally come together maybe a couple of times, but they, yeah. they weren't like at each other's throats every race. Yeah. So it, it would work I think with Vettel and Verstappen if it was managed right.
0: Right, Okay. gotcha. You had a bit of an iron fist there. Tell yeah. them what to do. We started talking about Formula 2 drivers. We did. Uh, and somehow moved so on I'll to go it. in Schwarzenegger
1: yeah. and then I'll go Schumacher
0: of and assume I can move on. Okay, very nice. Very nice. Um, thank you, Ricky Red, for that one. We've got at Triple Crown Racing on oh boy, Instagram. Jackie boy. He asked, Normally podcasting doesn't tend to work for smaller channels. How was it that you were able to base your entire channel on almost podcasts alone? Because um... I was thinking this as well, because longer form videos get less views. It's pretty well yeah. known, that if I upload a half an hour video, it's going to get a lot less views than if I upload a 10 minute video. But you still bang the same or better views than I get, m- mostly, and you're doing like 30-40 minute videos. So how does that work? I think, How have you managed to build up, is I've, it just building up that sort of close-knit audience where they, yeah, they don't mind? I, I,
1: I think that's it, we, we, we don't tend to have too many. Um, like, like I wouldn't say, obviously we're not massive subscribers. Hitting a thousand subscribers is obviously uh, huge for us. But you know, I wouldn't say we have rapid growth, and it's like the steady growth that. But the people who are there, uh, massive loyal, and I, I think it's just when well, well, it's a bit like you're honest with your content, that it's going to be light-hearted. Uh, you know, hopefully informative, you know, they feel like they kind of learned something a little bit from that. But you know what they get where they kind of probably come to us and they go, we're going to have a discussion and like, it's 30-40 minutes, but it's not just floundering or whatever. I, mean. long, yeah. I I always feel like with sport, and I've always wanted discussions, if you're going to take the time to kind of say something, you might as well have like a proper discussion. Like I don't want to just go, Obviously recently Alex Albon's been a big one, which I think I've been against the grain in terms of a lot of people being like, give him time, and I'm like, he's in a top two team, you've got to judge him from there, but if I'm going to go at him in the podcast, I feel like I want to explain it well that I'm not just going, Alex Albon is shit, deal with that one. Yeah, okay. Because he's not. It's a complicated issue. Mm Hmm. So I, awesome. I don't know, I just kind of switch the camera on and just hope Still, that it goes well.
0: Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough, that's fair enough. Yeah, a lot of people would be a bit worried to upload a longer video mm. just in case of that lower engagement, but you smashed it mate, you've got, you got the best of both worlds there. So you've got the views and the watch time, there you go, making the peas, lovely stuff.
1: <laughs> it's, all, it's all about those YouTube AdSense there $25 you in the bank. Yes, come on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nice. Um, thank you for that question, Mr. Triple Crown Racing. Uh, at I'm underscore Bat Wayne on Instagram, they asked, looking at Kvyat. So we, we sort of relatively talked about this a bit, but it's a bit more in depth. This looking at Kvyat's previous records, he outscored Ricardo in 2015 and also scored a podium for Toro Rosso in Germany last year. Will his current form be the reason for his eventual firing from Alpha AlphaTauri, or does he have more to offer to the sport? We've obviously talked a bit about Albon uh, and the Ga- Albon and Gazley sort of situation, but what about Kvyat? What are you thinking? What are you thinking about him? Does he have more? Should he have more time, or should he be
1: mm.
0: hoofed out of here for Sonoda or, or someone? Like I believe
1: that. me and Ash did a video on it, a thing, and we when Pierre Gasly got dropped. I think I said I would promote Kvyat, and he said promote Alex Albon. And obviously Alex Albon got promoted, and mm-hmm. he did all right uh, in his first. The half of the season, I think it was blown out of proportion how well it did um, yeah. but I, I think if Kvyat had redemption in Formula 1 it would be that, unfortunately now for Daniel Kvyat, I think he does I think he's done a decent job but I, I feel for the guy and I feel like for him to have an enjoyable racing career F1's not going to be the place to do it because Red Bull have basically shat all over him if I'm being honest with you, yeah, they, have. they made the right choice in bringing Max Verstappen up because there is no doubt yeah. Max Verstappen is a Senna-esque talent, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, a Lewis Hamilton-esque talent. There, it is undeniable how good you can see the potential in Max Verstappen is there yep. to kind of go on and it was better than Kibye. Agreed. But he was unlucky in the way that he was and obviously got this torpedo reputation And it's a bit like Grosjean in 2012, even though he had good years into 2015 after that, everyone Mm -hmm. always now, because if things have gone badly again, they go, oh, well, you know, Grosjean's always been shit. And it's like, yeah, he hasn't. So I think Kvyat now people go, oh, well, he's never been that good. And I think if you like, see, we do driver ratings, and I think I've seen other kind of... um, YouTubers collate a score in it and you look at Daniel Kvyat and his average is around about five or six and he's had some pretty good races this year at times and he's been unlucky with like punches or stuff like that but he feels like one of those F1 drivers that aren't going to crack it in terms of things aren't going to fall his way.
0: No he's a little bit passed it now I'd say. Of I, I don't know. Like, he's, 20, sort of,
1: he's 26. But like. of just, I
0: mean of that rather than passed it on ability, mm. passed it of what has happened. He's already had that going up of Toro so mm. to Red Bull, that failed and he sort of just hasn't really been able to break back up and he's, threw into Carlos Sons could
1: have been a Daniel Kibbe. Oh, 100%. Like he he 100%. he fell on his feet with how good that McLaren was. Someone asked how, a question. I cannot remember what exactly it was, but they basically were saying what you're about to say about Carlos Sainz. Yeah, basically, mm. yeah, he fell on his feet with McLaren in a very good year for McLaren, mm-hmm. and he actually performed very well within that year against a talented rookie teammate. But you know, someone that he would be expected to be where I think his previous teammates had all been very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and difficult to beat, certainly on that front, so yeah I, I, I can see Kibbe out. I, I don't see him going to IndyCar or anything like that, but potentially I don't even know Formula E, I don't think he's the type of personality No he doesn't really, really seem like it does so I, I think endurance racing and sports car racing he has a link with Ferrari, so maybe he might go into mm. uh, something with that, or maybe he'll just become a test driver
0: I'm not sure he'd like that much, would
1: he? I d- I, that's what I always think. If you look at someone like uh, Esteban Gutierrez, you know, mm-hmm. he, he seemed comfortable in that kind of uh, test driver role when he's someone whose F1 career never worked out despite a promising junior career. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's true. We, we were saying with um, the sort of Red Bull situation. I don't know if, if it's something that you particularly talk about a lot, but I got a lot of questions about it. Of people asking about what you thought of the Red Bull driver program of the Albon situation, of Kvyat, of all that sort of stuff.
1: I I would probably say, yeah, I've probably been very vocal about Alex Albon and because I was just, and it's not necessarily going, I think Alex Albon's a very talented driver, but I think Red Bull are currently the second best team on the grids. They have been third best team on the grids. Yeah. And I just go, you've got to act like a big team and make big team decisions. And there's been other decisions there that hasn't worked. They had the ideal situation and they were improving with Verstappen and Ricciardo. That was the dream situation mm-hmm. that they had. Yeah. And I thought that was a really good partnership. But Ricciardo got frustrated. Yeah, Ricciardo threw a spanner in the works and they panicked and shit the bed, basically. Yeah. And rushed Pierre. Then yeah. they rushed Albon. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they just need to go and breathe. Yes. If they wanted to go for an experienced guy within it, Daniel would have been perfect because he looked like he'd come back, he'd had redemption, he'd improved, had that fantastic performance in Germany, uh, 2019. He'd no. had the test drive a year with Ferrari, so you know he had better development and experience knowledge. He would have gone in perfectly. He wasn't necessarily dropped from Red Bull on performances. A lot of people seem to think that, but you know, like I said to the guy, he said you know he outscored Ricciardo in 2015. There's clearly talent there with Daniel, uh, Daniel Kvyat, but I don't know, maybe there's something behind the scenes, mentally-wise, that he's an absolute nutcase.
0: Maybe. I mean, he is um, Russian, so you yeah. never know. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, that's that's it. So I, I guess I, I probably am a little bit, especially at the moment, it always seems to come up, I think, a lot, Alex, yeah. because every week he's just not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no I think idea. People just try to defend him. Yeah,
0: that's why people were so interested in asking you then. I also had someone someone uh, commented who I guess maybe didn't know of you but was wanting to ask a question and was like uh and to the fanatic guy or something <laughs> 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 so I'm like, to the fanatic guy ask him this question uh okay. fanatic guy get him off my screen uh, <laughs> great. <That's> great. <laughs> we love you we love you here mate don't worry
1: thanks
0: mate um, so last two questions are both from Jack Tollett on Instagram he initially asked, "What is your favourite racing series
1: outside of Formula One and its feeder series?" Uh, that's an easy one because of how it's developed. I, I kind of fluttered in and out of IndyCar over in the past years, but I kind of de- dedicated this year. I was like, "I'm, I'm going to give it a proper go." Yeah, and love it. I think it is the best racing series. Single seater racing series outside of Formula One. Yeah, I'd agree with you there,
0: hundred percent. IndyCar's been brilliant. Um, IndyCar's been getting better and better and better for interestingness of the championship and the fact that they actually have different winners of different races. It's amazing.
1: But, see, this is I think the problem is with Formula One. I don't think people would have an issue about Lewis Hamilton winning all the time. I think the problem is with Lewis Hamilton is he's not challenged winning. Like, yeah. Scott Dixon is a five-time IndyCar champion. Yeah. But nobody goes, Oh, Scott Dixon's winning again. Yeah, it's always different. They go, Wow, Scott Dixon, how incredible is he, one of the greatest IndyCar drivers of all time. It's incredible seeing what this team can do. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, smash the Indy five hundred, but Takuma Sasso just at the end was in the right place at the right time, bang, takes yeah. advantage of it.
0: Yeah, but we I think we took I think we talked a little bit last time I saw you about IndyCar because mm-hmm. I was saying I just don't rate the oval ones at all. But mm. like, I'll try and watch the road races live, and I think there's one actually on right now that we're missing, so... Is bit it a sad. road race, or I think it's, I think it's a, oval. Is it, oval? it an oval? I don't remember. Because
1: I caught up this morning of it, which was the first gateway race. Is it okay? That was a good race. I'm not, I'm not it. Uh, I am not know.
0: I just knew there was a race today. But I don't really watch the ovals live. I found them a little bit dull. But the road races, like I saw the one at... Um, Oh God, what's it called?
1: Road America? Yeah,
0: I was going to say, I think it was Road America, something like that. Um, and that was a brilliant race mm. uh, with loads of parts and everything going on, loads of crashes. Uh, it was just class. I thought it was great. Well, I've also, I've been getting into... Um, so a little bit of GT3 racing mm. as well and that's more from my enjoyment of sim racing and racing the GT3s I've actually started enjoying watching them now as well and then also British Touring Cars mm. It's so good do you ever watch Yeah British that? Touring
1: Cars, I went live last year to the Sealstone round Right uh, and that was amazing because it was a rainy day as well so it was my first kind of live wet race scene, and we had mm-hmm. the British F4 as well on that mm-hmm. day and I think some of the Ginettas and yeah, it's British Touring Cars, I think, is a really underrated championship. And I think people get a little bit scared, a bit like with the IndyCar, the NASCAR, DTMs, British Touring Cars of the world. I think they get scared because they're like, oh, well, it's it's regional based, so it's not that good. Yeah. And going where they actually, they took the time to watch the race and you go, geez, this... Often it's buffed better yeah, than the smaller ones. It's probably, and British Touring Cars is amazing because... It's a context sport. <laughs> well, it's like a formula one because you well it's a contact sport, but you've got so many different manufacturers, and That's yes, true. you've got BMW and with Turkington in that, who's a bit of a mm-hmm. monster. Yeah. But you, you've got like three races in a day or something, mm-hmm. like stupid, and you've got so much action, different winners usually in a day. And a reverse
0: grids for the third race or second? Yeah, race.
1: yeah no, it's, it is one of them, and yeah, it's there's so many different manufacturers, and it's really interesting. I mm-hmm. think to go yeah. on that.
0: That's good. But yeah. What What would we say then? Our favorite outside of F one is IndyCar. Then he, say? Like I need to get more Indica. into it. I watched the little highlights, and they their YouTube is pretty good. Not quite as good as F one, but no. pretty good at doing the. And they also I kind of like how they do. They do the fast forward like five minute one, and then they do the fast forward like thirty minute one. In mm. case you want to watch like a decent amount of it, but not the full mm. hours long race, which is good. I like that from IndyCar. Mm. Well done. And I guess you watch time up on the channel as well, so. IndyCar are very smart, aren't they? Smart lads. Um, smart and fi- a final question, again, from Jack. Do you like baked beans?
1: Um, I'll eat them, but I don't actively go and search for them. Mm. I don't think I've
0: had a baked bean probably 10 years, I'd say. I don't remember the last time I've eaten baked beans, if I'm honest.
1: They'll usually be if I've gone somewhere and you have like, a full English like. breakfast. Yeah, that would
0: be the only thing I'd... They're, they're really? quite grainy, just yeah. in
1: tomato sauce. That's, yeah, I'm sure they'd be fine. Their texture is just that, a little bit weird. I haven't
0: had them in so long. I don't remember. I just know that anyone that gets baked beans at KFC is a certified nonce. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Literally biggest nonces get get baked beans at KFC. That's just wrong. Don't you think? Baked beans with fried chicken? I It's, it's not for weird. me, mate. I, I'm, I'm there odd. for the chicken. Exactly. I'm there for the chicken, for the real thing, not the bloody baked beans. I think the
1: only time I may have got baked beans is because they said they were out of all the other sides Uh and they were like, we have to give you a side. So I was like, okay, I'll have that. (laughs) I didn't eat it. Um, Yeah, fair
0: enough. Well, there you go. At least we can both agree on baked beans. that, that, That would be weird. It's not. Thank you. At least man agrees with me. But we will end it on that captivating topic that is baked beans. Thank you very much for joining me. Mr Mike from that's the F1 Fanatics hey. channel, that's um, that's if you haven't already make sure you click the link it will be top line in the description, go and subscribe to his channel because he makes brilliant content, uh, but yeah obviously make sure go subscribe, he's one of the most passionate people that I know uh, on Formula 1, Mate, Ferrari,
1: Ferrari, yay! grazie ragazzi, uh, passion, Ferrari, yeah. um, Basically, uh, and he's
0: absolutely mental,
1: um, yeah. so make sure you go, <laughs> that's, nah. that's what everyone was expecting,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I loved it, whatever mate, that was great, as I was going to say, he puts so much passion and effort into his content, into his love of Formula 1, so be sure to go over there and have a look, and you can find, if you search, I guess, F1 Fanatics, Moto Meerkat, we've got a couple of videos that we've done together on your day. channel and on my channel, you doing? We stuff are, you can a uh, watch uh, off.
1: one Worldwide episode. Mm, there you but go. I think we got suppressed because we did talk about the elephant in the room, Yeah, uh, Covid.
0: Don't you dare say it, <laughs> naughty boy, we're not allowed to speak about it. The thing that travels in the air and kills people that we have to wear a mask for—that thing.
1: Um, Probably oversimplified. You made yourself a <laughs> demon. Oh, you're dead. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> it infects people. That's you. You're a god. No, we not should, me. We shouldn't
0: be joking about this. This is terrible. We apologise, but wow. if you weren't too offended, go over and subscribe <laughs> to him. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's that's great. If you. I mean, if we try and forget that how rude we just were, are you able to sell your
1: channel to the? You have like twenty or thirty seconds to try and sell the channel to my viewers. Thank you, mate. Uh, uh, it's a pleasure as always being on. Make sure you obviously uh, subscribe to Moto Meerkat first of all, because oh, they're just brilliant F1 fans, I think. And your Hi content mate. is very enjoyable Thanks, and easily to digest. Thanks. That's that's what easy you want content. as a tagline, Moto Meerkat, easy to digest. Easy
0: to digest. <laughs> That's what I use as my pickup line in the club. <laughs> <laughs> that one's got layers to it, man.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that one. That one's taking a real turn. <laughs> right. Okay. I've I'm got the same as my top. Uh, F1 fanatics uh, is basically a channel where uh, kind of in-depth F1 discussions. I'd kind of say is the key on there. We, we kind of take time, talk about race content, try and get a live stream. In a week on there, we have our kind of wacky uh motorsport manager live streams as well, which are just mental. I've been watching some of those. Your home for F1 fantasy uh content, because that's not really covered. So if you're interested in the F1 fantasy game, uh we obviously do a weekly podcast every Wednesday on that. Uh but yeah, I, I think that pretty sums up. If you love yeah. F1, hopefully you'll love F1 fanatics.
0: You definitely will. So yeah, be sure to go uh, and <laughs> have a look at that. But again. Thank you so much for watching or listening to another episode of the Chatterbox podcast. If you're on YouTube, drop it a little like. If you're on Spotify, drop it a follow. If you're on Apple Music, rate it five stars because you really loved it. So, yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you, everyone, uh, for watching, listening, doing a lot of good stuff. I've been Sir Meerkat. We've had this man, Mike, alongside, and we're saying bye. We'll see all of you Meerkats later.